Welcome to the OT lifestyle movement. This is for the occupational therapy visionaries and the ones who see things differently. We're moving our profession forward through living and leading a truly holistic lifestyle. Hey, hey guys, welcome back to another episode of OT lifestyle movement podcast. I'm Rhiannon Crisp, occupational therapist, personal trainer, and founder of otlifestylemovement.com. It's just you and I today, guys. We've got no interviews every second week. It's just you and I. So if I take you back to episode five, we spoke all about coaching and encouraging our clients to take an active role in the therapy process. And while I believe this is instrumental to the sustainability of change that they create, I believe empowering our clients with education, tools, and strategies is also a key component to our work. What can I say? I'm old school and I have a bit of that traditional therapy still running through my veins. So I blend coaching with traditional therapy. Traditional therapy is where we provide tools and strategies for our clients based on our knowledge and our clinical experience. And let me tell you why I haven't gone all in on coaching. The thing is, as humans, we only know what we know, right? We don't know what we don't know. Knowledge is not only powerful, but it can be truly life-changing. And I'm speaking from experience here. When we learn something new, it can transform how we think, what we do, and shape the entire trajectory of our life. So as therapists, when we impart knowledge and tools, we have the ability to help everyday people solve meaningful problems and create long-lasting, immersive, occupational lifestyle change. We can help individuals achieve their goals and reach their occupational potential. We can guide them to make informed, health-promoting lifestyle choices and gain more control over their health and their well-being. And so I really value traditional therapy. I know some people who coach fully embody coaching and that's wonderful because I believe we all need coaches. I believe the world needs OT coaches. But for me, I take a really eclectic approach like everything I do in my life. And I coach when I see the value in coaching and I'll provide more traditional forms of therapy when I see the value in that. I don't think we need to take strict sides and deem one better than the other. I really feel like they both have their place. So what I aim to do with traditional therapy is that I'm more inquisitive, not prescriptive. So instead of prescribing exactly what I feel a client should do, instead I offer suggestions based on my assessment and based on my observations and with the knowledge that I've accumulated over time and I find out what would be the best fit for them based on their lifestyle, their value system, and their readiness to change. So today I want to talk with you about lifestyle optimization, because this, I believe, falls a little bit more within the traditional therapy framework, although it can be a little bit blurred because we can take a coaching approach with it as well. Now, you might be thinking, what on earth is lifestyle optimization? Wondering if it's a term that occupational therapists use that you've never heard of. Well, it's not. It's a term that I use to describe a person's ability to take action steps towards making every choice a healthy choice. 
And I love it. You know, this is something that I am so passionate about in my own personal development, as well as infusing into my practice as an OT. So lifestyle optimization is, it's the, it's the thing that gets me jumping out of bed in the morning. It's my fuel. And I know you're the same. You are committed to your own personal growth journey and showing up as the best version of, of yourself. And you're the kind of person who loves to empower other people with knowledge and tools to live their best life. It's infectious, isn't it? <laughs> now, you and I both know that there's not this one size fits all approach to healthcare, but there are six health promotion pillars that I believe every human being benefits from, irrespective of age, culture, gender, background, or where in the world that they live. And I've identified six ingredients essential for lifestyle optimization. And it's through addressing these six core lifestyle elements that we can weave heart, mind, body, and soul into the fabric of our work. So I want to go through them with you. So number one, the first one is connection. Connection is at the crux of it all. It's the glue that holds everything together. And there are three components of connection that we should be exploring as OTs. So the first one is connection to self. With our OT knowledge, we can help people better understand their sensory patterns, their thought processes, their physical body, and their inner knowing. We possess the skills to help people connect with themselves on a deeper level. And this connection to self is foundational for learning to connect with others. So the second one is the connection with others. So this is falling under the, the broader umbrella of connection. Um, so because connection with others is important for community, social connectedness, and a sense of belonging. And it not only has a positive effect on our emotional well-being, but contributes to our overall health and happiness in life. And it's through occupational therapy that we can promote engagement of human connection and bring meaning to a person's life. So the third one that comes under this umbrella of connection is the therapeutic connection. And if there's only one thing that we need to ensure in our therapy process, it's to create a genuine, authentic connection with our clients. That's it. If we rush the therapy process in order to achieve an anticipated outcome or goal, we are totally missing the point. We need to slow down and truly connect with the individual sitting in front of us. We need to get curious and harness the desire to learn about their values and their deeply embedded belief systems. And we need to develop a relationship that builds trust and promotes healing. You know the saying, they may forget what you say, but they will never forget how you made them feel. Well, you better believe it. Now, the second pillar of lifestyle optimization is healthy eating. So we've just been through the first one and that's connection. And it had those three little subheadings under it, which were connection to self, connection with others and the therapeutic connection. Now we're onto the second pillar of lifestyle optimization and that's healthy eating. So we are not nutritionists, but what we are is experts in occupation. Our role isn't to focus on diets and be all prescriptive with it. Our role is to be inquisitive and shine a light on lifestyle choices. 
And we need to be doing far more work in the area of healthy eating habits, if you ask me. Food influences how we feel, how we think, how we behave, our strength, our stamina, and our body's innate ability to repair itself. And in turn, influences our participation in daily occupations. Addressing healthy eating is just as important to our weight management clients as it is to a client with a hip fracture or ADHD or depression or a high performer who wants to go next level. Food is fuel for the mind and the body and it's a universal occupation for human beings worldwide. It's something that we all do and it's something we need to do to survive and thrive. So how do we approach healthy eating from our occupational lens? Well, just think about how we grow, buy, prepare and cook our foods. These human occupations form part of our everyday rituals and routines and form part of the cornerstone to our health and our well-being. Now, if you want to look at ways that OTs can address healthy eating, head over to the OT Lifestyle Movement website. So it's otlifestylemovement.com and download your free copy of the OT Lifestyle Coaching eBook. And I will give you more tips in there and what you can address in terms of healthy eating habits. Now, the third pillar of lifestyle optimization is movement. Our bodies need to move in functional ways every single day. Our sedentary lifestyles contribute to a whole range of chronic conditions that impact on our participation and our ability to leave satisfying lives. And on a deeper level, we know that movement has the ability to alter and enhance the brain's architecture. Like literally, movement is food for the brain. So we need to be looking so much more at this. The fourth pillar of lifestyle optimization is rest. So this encompasses sleep, rest, and relaxation. These three activities are totally undervalued and overlooked in today's fast-paced society. And we're often sacrificing sleep in order, in order to get all these other important things done in the day. But if only everyone knew just how valuable sleep really was. Sleep is a time that the body dedicates to healing, to repairing, and restoration processes. A good night's sleep can calm brain chaos, it can reduce stress, it can improve the immune system, allow the sympathetic nervous system to just chill out, as well as improve attention and the ability to absorb new information. And we know how important this is in today's fast-paced society. So as OTs, we can assess lifestyle habits, roles, and routines that directly influence a person's sleep quality and sleep quantity. So we can, we can teach mindfulness approaches, including progressive muscle relaxation, breathing techniques, and visual imagery, and help embed therapeutic occupations into a person's everyday life to reduce stress on the mind and the body and have an overall positive effect on a person's physical and emotional well-being. So the fifth pillar of lifestyle optimization is nature. Hello, nature lovers. Now, I am a huge nature lover. Um, and 
I'm also a big lover of reading research papers, but we don't need scientific papers telling us something common sense does. Nature is healing. Nature has undeniable therapeutic benefits. We can support our clients to connect with nature and weave it into our work to enhance interventions. Now, it doesn't have to be complex. In fact, often the simpler the better, and if it can be replicated at home, better again. It can be as simple as conducting a session outside or going for a walk and talk. The beauty about nature is it's safe, it's affordable, and it's widely accessible. The sixth pillar of lifestyle optimization is purpose. I'm, I'm wondering if any of you guys have guessed these um, pillars along the way and if you got them right. So purpose is the heart and soul of our profession. Occupational therapy extends far beyond the realms of function. We don't just look at reach and grasp. We look at if a child can hold a cup and drink for themselves. We don't just look at hip range of movement. We look at if an elderly person could get out of their own bed in the morning. We do something no other profession does. We enable people to engage in purposeful occupations that contribute to their life satisfaction. But beyond that, we can also connect people to their purpose in life. So have a think about how you can ensure you're focusing on purposeful occupations, not just body functions, structures, and systems? And how can you inject hope into your practice? So there you have it, guys. That is a really brief summary of lifestyle optimization, the six pillars of lifestyle optimization, connection, healthy eating, meaningful movement, rest, nature, and purpose. And this is something that you know, I have been working on for quite a while um, and it's really come through to me in my work that these are the six things that we can be looking at to really optimize our clients' lifestyle and help them living up to their greatest potential. And we really need to get back to these six foundations of living well to optimize the health and well-being of our clients. So you can start by assessing these areas and mindfully incorporating these elements into your practice based on the needs of your client. Remembering that when we're looking at lifestyle optimization, we need to be very aware not to impose our own values and beliefs onto our clients. And we need to be constantly assessing and reevaluating our client's readiness to change and only providing education and strategies based on the appropriateness of it. So that's it, guys. Go live your little OT heart out. And until next time, carpe diem. That's it, guys. I hope this episode resonated with you. But more importantly, I hope that it inspires you to take action. If you haven't already, come over and join our Facebook group family where we connect and collaborate. You can find us really easy just by searching the OT Lifestyle Movement in Facebook. If you did love this episode, I'd be super grateful if you shared it. You can take a screenshot right now and share it on Instagram or on Facebook so we can connect with more amazing, like-minded, open-minded OTs. The more we share the OT Lifestyle Movement, the more we can create a ripple effect. 
And if you do love the podcast, please head over to iTunes and give us a five-star review so we can be found more easily. That's it. Go out, create the epic change that you seek in the world because the world is ready for you. Carpe diem, guys.